Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Hayes from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Now it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. Good. It's here. Cool. Trent. That's fun. Got it right. I'm saying people listen to the show on Christmas Eve. Maybe so. Maybe that you maybe the Christmas music a little bit maybe a little bit tired of it. This, this is the point. second week in a row I'm sitting low in the chair. I know. I think there's some conspiracy theory going on here. Is, is it intimidating to look up at, at your guests and, and me as you're I mean, sitting I'm low? I'm so like confident that? it actually kind of levels the playing field. Levels the field I a think. little bit. I got you it. You know, I've always been short. I got it. Sometimes there, there, when you're always been short, you gotta you gotta overcome. I've, I've Last have, week you were talking about my shoe risers. I've seen some some. Uh, you know, back in my previous career, I, I knew of a of a person that had their chair raised up behind their desk. I so heard about looked, this guy. They looked down on you, and it was scary. That was in your last career. <laughs> that was. Before, I've heard about a guy in our industry. Yeah, it, it was uh, definitely uh, worked because you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's already. I heard huge. when you go try to get a check from him, he would. He'd rise a chair up even taller. Talk down to you, yeah. <laughs> he, he would hit the elevator. It's like, I'm going to ta- <laughs> take a couple zeros off this check. You're all right with that, aren't you? It's like, uh, no. Is that what you <laughs> No, no. He was a good man. I need to start doing that. You raise your chair up a little bit? Yeah. I told you I'd get you a couple phone Can books. Can you have a platform installed in my office, please? I will. We'll have to build you like a little thing around the side, though, because people won't. <laughs> your desk doesn't have any openings. <laughs> so when I go around the desk, I'm going to be rising and climbing be stairs. <laughs> How did you get so tall? I mean. I might need it so high you had to put a handrail on that joker. Don't fall off. <laughs> Don't fall off. That would be terrible. Oh, man. Ford and Knox the other night. Uh, we have, uh, I think I said this, for basically the whole month of December, Reagan puts uh, three or four mattresses. You know, we got these mattresses that we keep when kids have slumber parties or whatever. We'll put them out in, in, in the playroom or the basement. She puts them in the living room, and they got Christmas-themed uh sheeting and stuff so it's real cozy and i have a fire every day so anyway they pull all the pillows and cushions off all the couches and make this humongous thing they jump on you ever get tempted ford's jumping off the couch doing flips i'm like dude but i was watching them do this and i i I let them we let them do it uh (laughs) but i was like man how fun would that have been when i was a kid you know what i'm saying you ever just walk by and suplex reagan no, but I do that to Ford. Yeah, I bet he loves it. And, and they want me to throw him up. Yeah. Knox wanted me to throw him up, so I throw him up. My guy, 10-foot ceiling, he about hit the ceiling. And then Ford's like, throw me. I'm like, dude, you're a little heavier. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, on three, jump while I throw you. Man, and, you're going to uh, have your hands full with him. I, I, we had our Christmas party a couple weekends ago, and uh, it rained. Remember, it started raining yeah. a little bit, we had a bounce house with the slide. Well, I look over, and uh, Ford's got no shirt on, no shoes. Man, he's turned this joker into a water slide. Diving down. Hey. It looked like fun. You know? I was like, dang, Ford. I was like, did you have fun? He's like, dude. <laughs> I was like, there ever. we go. <laughs> yeah, That's my yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, he might be hitting on Scarlet one day. <laughs> what do you think about that? Go up a couple years. <laughs> that can happen. You got to watch out. For he was ladies. hanging out with Tiffany's daughter. Oh, okay. I said, who is that little girlfriend you had? He's dead stop. <laughs> I said, dude, it's cool. I mean, we can talk about your yeah. love life. <laughs> 
He's eight. <laughs> <laughs> People would probably be confused. We said he was twenty-eight, and he was going down the, the slip and slap with no shirt on. But, it, but anyway, uh, yeah, nice. and he's jobless. Still doesn't have a job. <laughs> no, we had a really good holiday party. We did. Uh, that's so much turnout. fun. I, I, that's like one of my favorite things that we do every year. I mean, it, it, the cornhole tournament's awesome. We talk about that as well, as well. Really good for employee engagement. But you're busy playing cornhole or being active. This you can kind of just sort of yeah. Take the a cornhole breath. tournament is is great. Yes, and it's a great family affair. Great place to bring the kids. We've got bouncy houses and stuff like that. But you don't get to interact because it's so busy and you got so many subcontractors and vendors and customers and stuff there. This is a good time to really spend time with the employees at the end of the year, associates too. and their families. Yeah, holiday parties. Uh, yep. Everybody get together, have a little cheer. We postponed it one Saturday because it was supposed to rain. It didn't rain. <laughs> and then we, yeah. And then, I mean, literally, I think I looked at it on Tuesday and it said 2% chance of rain on Saturday. The sun was completely a sun on the weather app <laughs> and it rained it completely completely rained all over us it didn't look like that's that. why ford was doing the doing the skibby yeah no, I, I i hear you and that's just sort of murphy's law though and i mean that's going to happen but it is good business lesson. what Get is your, murphy's law if you think what the what the worst thing that can happen happens in that kind of we need I mean, to get a direct, it, a direct so definition bad, so i don't think you're uh you saying it was murphy's law is that applicable so you're disagreeing with me i am do you think it should i wanted like, to do that so that's was, why I, asked the I, I saw you pick that fight there i was so excited about <laughs> combating you i love it um, I love it. It's the holiday spirit. I like it. So, uh, yeah, I hope everybody's having a good holiday. Well, speaking of combating, which we don't want to combat this time of year, but David Baird turned me on to a uh, Never Never Split the Difference. You heard this book before? You have. I have heard the book. There's a podcast. It's like a teaser to it. It's really interesting stuff. Never Split the Difference. That's like a strategy book, right? Well, yeah. Well, it's from an FBI uh, investigator. It's it's the book. I read the book. You've read it. Rich Ballot. Put me on to it. I tried to read the book one time, and I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. And then I had a real big negotiation upcoming, so I listened to the book on a road trip. Chris uh, Voss. Chris I'll, Voss. I'll send you this podcast. It's smaller. David Barrett's in it, our CFO, who's wonderful. Really? Very interesting. So stuff. David, yeah. David's negotiating now, huh? Yeah, he's. Uh, he's. I think he might join the FBI. He's no, I'm just I joking. hope he doesn't. I know. I hope not <laughs> it's a joke. Is he training? <laughs> <laughs> Last week we talked about Steve Meckler taking the I was wondering LSAT. Why, I was wondering why he put that pull-up bar in his office. <laughs> really? No, I mean, we got David pegged. He's in a glass office. <laughs> he literally sits in a three-sided glass office in the middle of our office. Yeah, couldn't and be And we a expect person. him to get things done. Everybody's like, he's so nice. He's always welcoming. I'm like, because uh, he's a sitting duck. <laughs> he really can't do anything. He puts those earbuds in, though. He's figured that out. Yeah. It's like when the, when the earbuds are in, leave the man alone. That's right. So uh, We yeah. love you, David. So what we got here? We got Aaron Zucker when we return. Aaron Zucker when we return. He's going to talk. Man, this guy has a heck of a story. Entrepreneur. Can't wait to hear Talking it. about scrap coming up. Here we go. Aaron Zucker when we return on the At Home with Roby Show. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your host, Trent. We are what you call the meat and potatoes of the radio show. Segment two. If you missed segment one, go back, check us out on 
Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. We got it everywhere. Or wherever podcasts are found. Um, you know, maybe you're a Spotify kind of guy or gal. You can find us there, too. So Aaron was saying during the break, you listen, you got a master class to explain this. Yeah, so master class, again, was given to me as a gift by a really good friend of mine in the real estate business, actually another YPO guy, a guy named Chris Sands, who's based in Charleston. And he's a really thoughtful guy, he sends me as my birthday present last year, this thing called Masterclass. And so it's a it's sort of a self-improvement in whatever it is that you're interested in. So if you want to become a phenomenal chef, they'll have you know a Michelin star person yeah, yeah. teaching you how to cut and dice and slice or what have you. If you want to shoot a basketball, they I think Steph Curry does one. Gino Armiero, do you know, I can't even say his last name, Armiero, whatever his last name is, the head coach of UConn's women's Ariana. basketball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does a great one. Coach K at Duke does one. And so there's one out there on negotiating with the aforementioned uh, Chris, Chris Voss. Voss. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. And so I read the book that you guys talked about, Splitting the Difference, and loved it several years ago. A mentor of mine turned me on to it. And when Chris later on sent me the masterclass thing, I saw that Chris Voss, not to be confused with Chris Sands, did it. And I've been enjoying it. Really? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. So That's what you're listening to now. Yeah, well, of course, when I'm not listening to this show in the car. Oh, thank you. When bam, I'm bam. eating breakfast in the morning, I do the master class because I need to watch that. But when I'm driving in the car, what, That's well, what, what would be better than listening, listening to, to your this, wonderful maybe voice? Maybe you need to start listening to this during breakfast so you can chew on the Roby show. Ooh. Ooh bam, bam. <laughs> and we're less than a minute in with our first dad joke. Whoa. I like it. Whoa. 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 Wow. Man, he's coming at me hard. How many kids do you have? Just two. So okay. maybe Came that's why you're such a much better dad joker. Came than I. into that one hot, didn't he? <laughs> Dang. Dang. That's funny. Well, that's wild. So it does, does, does it cost money, the Masterclass app? It does. It does. I was hit with the renewal subscription. It's maybe 150 bucks, but I don't think I'm – like I think it's like the Cadillac of it. Like I can get whatever I want, so – I'm interested. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Hey, He's interested. He's ready to negotiate a deal. Sometimes free things are not that valuable. Right. <laughs> Would they say if it's free, then you're the product? If it's free, it's for me. Well, this that's is a master, on, master on, class. It kind of looks like the Marriott logo a little bit. Is that? Yeah, that's right. Okay, That's cool. right. Red. It's got the red letter and the, yeah. the black background. And, and speaking of doing stuff for free, I, I, it makes me wonder what I'm doing here today. <laughs> Oh, we didn't. You didn't know it was free. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my agent to get back I'll to me. I'll tell you what. Uh, that's that's. I don't know if that part of the podcast is that they were talking about that. Have people when they start out with something like, "Oh, you're going to benefit so much out of this," and it's like, "Wait a minute, I'm getting ready to get duped. I'm not getting Does paid." That, if you if you try to sell your wares prematurely, you're duping somebody. Well, that's what Chris Voss talks about a little bit. Was that hey, like he gets asked to do speaking engagements, and they kind of pump him up about how much he's going to get out of it. And he's like, in the next words out of their mouth is, well, we don't really have a budget for this. So oh. I'm trying to get him to do things for free. So yeah. that's interesting. It reminds me of deal. when we had lunch, Trent, and you asked me to get on the show. I did, for free. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, did he pay for lunch? I did he pay did, for He did, he did. Oh, got him. And a not-so-shocking development, he knew everybody in the restaurant and was kind enough. We had a great time. He was co- kind enough to come over toward the Zig office, which was cool. And Where'd y'all go? We went to the Roasting Company. Company. It was it was really good. Great restaurant great. there on, on Modford. Oh, my gosh. Great yeah. place. It was delicious. It was. And I had not been in there. I I, I don't know if I had. I think I've been in there one time before they renovated, and I think they renovated a decade ago or something. I've never not been in there with, with it looking the way it did. So, I'm actually, I think they expanded, correct? Yeah, they yeah. expanded. Where we sat wasn't part of it. I think it was just that right side. That it was great. God. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm addicted. I told so my wife, good. I was like, we got to go eat there. It's been, yes, that place is wonderful. We, we said by the Zig office, what is Zig? Yeah, what is Zig? Uh, thank you for Man, asking. Hey. Sure, there you go. So, uh, the I started the company five years ago. It stands for Zucker Investment Group, which <laughs> I, I know is a yeah. really creative name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you changed it to Zig. That's pretty well, cool. Well, Zig is Zig's what the homies call it. You know, it's what our friends call it. Do you it. have a, si- a sister company called Zag? No, we we try to zig while others zag. Zig while others zag. Yeah, okay. That's really that's that's basically the that's our business in a nutshell. I really don't know no, if I need to explain anything I think beyond that's that. Perfect. Do I? Yeah. No. So so zig is uh, a company that I founded five years ago last week. Uh, we buy wow. value. Yeah. Thank you. It's been congratulations. Some days it feels like fifty years, and some days it feels like five minutes. Yeah. It just depends on the hour. So we buy value add retail real estate properties across the country. Basically, uh, we're in the opposite business of you. We are doing exclusively commercial properties uh, where that are typically in or around retail shopping centers. And we go to secondary and tertiary markets all over the country. We sort of subscribe to the idea that sell to the masses, live like the rich, as opposed to selling to the rich and living like the masses. So we've heard that one. But yeah, that's, yeah, we're, yeah, we're really excited to do a McDonald's in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania or because they have you know, great credit and we feel like we can make a living doing that and we're working with convenience store operators to help them grow in certain Midwestern states or a, a, a chicken concept that has a drive through. You know, we're, we're unlikely to buy a property uh, at the corner of like fifth and Poplar in uptown Charlotte. Love, love being a consumer and what's going on in South end over by, <laughs> especially by over by where you guys are in the uh, extended low. So soon to be, you know, trendy area, whatever it may be, but uh, in general, we're we're making our living and making our hay in the suburbs. And and I asked him to look into the old Wachovia Bank on the corner of Moorhead and Freedom. He's like, uh, not my market. <laughs> yeah, it, well, he knows his, he knows his place. I mean, that's we, exactly what you're good. I at. I love the what you're doing. I mean, we talk about yeah. in our world, you know, people that do the non sexy businesses, the ugly businesses, uh, th- that are so needed. Yeah. And, and what you're doing is needed. It's a product. That folks living in rural areas need. Sure, it absolutely is. It's really exciting to take a dilapidated asset, which we purchase a lot of vacant restaurants, banks, whatever it may be, and bring something to a community that, you know, would they be that jacked up about it on Fifth Avenue in New York City? Probably not. But in Wichita, Kansas, or Davenport, Iowa, or Leesburg, Florida, People are excited to see commerce, and they're excited to have that amenity. There's middle America restaurants and ur- you know urgent care facilities or nail salons, whatever it may be that we're pl- placemaking into those spaces, uh, are, are going there for a reason. The community wants and needs them. And the entrepreneur who's behind those uh, expanding businesses obviously believes in that thesis, and we couldn't be a bigger cheerleader for them. So do you have a, a team of analysts searching for these opportunities we do we have a a team of acquisitions uh folks here based in charlotte uh at the aforementioned zig office yeah yeah so trendy yeah exactly and a wonderful operations person hannah zelinski who's amazing and we we get after it i mean we do everything that we can to dig up good either income producing or even vacant opportunities uh we have two different verticals so the business was originally founded on the idea of buying well-located real estate and Mm -hmm. applying my leasing background, which is what I spent my career doing prior to starting the company. And we still continue to do that today. Simultaneously with that, a couple of years ago, we made the decision to start helping operators grow and scale their businesses. So 
we'll work with like for example a 12 location you pick it uh smash burger franchise bad yeah, example because yeah. they're not freestanding so let's say taco bell franchisee okay, yeah. and they want to open more locations what we'll do is we'll partner up with them and we'll say hey like you focus on selling tacos and operating a great business with a great team what we'll do is we'll you tell us where you want to be and we'll go help you find locations in those markets either directly or alongside your tenant representation broker procure those sites and then we'll go in and buy the building and provide the tenant upfit dollars needed to convert that old pizza hut into a taco bell or or that old sure. K or what have you and uh, that way the operator is able to scale their business without having to deploy too much human capital by looking for the site and too much financial capital by injecting all that money to upfit the space is and the way that our company makes money is we essentially charge a rent based on what we're going to be in the deal for yep. and if it's acceptable to the operator then great and then we either take that rent and enjoy the cash flow or or decide to sell it to redeploy it and in theory do it over and over again so how has that that side of your business is how's it doing yeah we're still in business which is great That's good. <laughs> uh, so no it's been it's been really fun it's it's really it really sits well for me i'm actually technically speaking like also a client of Zig, if you will, or sure. whatever you want to call it, an operating partner, because uh, in, in an additional business- I saw uh, that your, your- Yeah. So I'm an American family care, AFC urgent care franchisee in the Raleigh market. So for those unfamiliar with AFC, you might have seen them around town. There's some locations here, great operators out of Tennessee, good friends of ours. One right on Monroe Road. We That's, were talking about kind of where you and I live, which yep. is, uh, I pass it almost every day going home. Yeah. So a good friend of our, of my partner and I uh, owns that. They have 20 or so locations, yeah. about half of which are in the Charlotte metro area. And- my business partner, his name's Aaron as well, so it's a little complicated. Aaron <laughs> Fields up in Raleigh uh, operates them on the day to day, and I help us grow. Fun. How good is that story? All right, I want to hear where you're from, how you got your start, how you got into real estate. When we come back, will you stick around? I think I can do that. Aaron Zucker of Zig. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McCasick from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. You coming? Hey. hey, I was just checking on you. What are you doing? I'm you paused. I was multitasking. Made him jump. I didn't know. I you were zagging. Aaron and I were trying to zig. I was yeah, zagging. Yeah, but clearly. Zagging. He was zagging. He was zagging. Zucker Agriculture Group. <laughs> Get into the agriculture real estate <laughs> business. Or you could hire somebody. Here's some cash flow. Yeah. I, Go on, Trent. Let's hear about it. My my father says the government will <laughs> subsidize you. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, if you, I know you have plenty of time on your hands. So if you are interested yeah. in partnering up and being the CEO of Zag, uh, yeah, I, I am, and I I can go look for arrowheads after the souls. There you go. Man. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so what you're saying? You always say it's so cheesy. Del Monte corn didn't. Can so corny. 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 Del Monte wouldn't can it. That's my farm jo- dad joke. That's your farm dad joke. No, nah, my wife's family's from, uh, yeah. from, from they're farmers. Illinois. Yeah. So I got I got some history, man. And I go to the 50 Years Farm Progress show every other year in Illinois as well. Wow. TJ, we put together an operating agreement real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this, deal is, this deal is done. What, Which, did, what did Chris In the room in the say? deal. TJ's a partner. We just had Steve McElroy in earlier. He could have done it for us. What did, did Chris Voss say? He says if you're selling it, it's a if you, flop. If, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also said that the, the one thing that got me was that when people say win-win to him, he starts getting skeptical. Mm. 
I, I say win-win sometimes. He says if you're saying win-win to me at the at the, at the gate, then I think that you're tr- you're trying to win, and I'm trying to I'm trying to you're trying to tell me how I'm gonna win. So you're not? Do you not? Does Zig say not say win-win? We create no lose sit strategies. That's way better. Wow, <laughs> man, you are so damn smart. Oh man, you are He's, smart. He said, yeah. <laughs> He's got it. So, Golly, so where did you grow up? Here. You're from Charlotte. I'm from oh, Charlotte. Right. Charlotteian. There you I'm go. I'm a Charlotteian. Not Very on the cool. river. Not Grew on up the river. in South Charlotte. Okay. Uh, yep. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Providence Day. All right. Very cool. Yep. Very cool. Right by the JCC, which we talked about earlier. Right by the JCC, which is where I went to preschool. Really, Wonderful. really expanded outside you, my yeah, two mile radius. Are, yeah. You're moving a lot. Yeah. <laughs> really cultured. <laughs> really it's, got out there. You know, it's funny though how many people when they meet you and they figure out you're from Charlotte, they they go they're in awe. Because yeah, we are. People yeah. Aren't from There's not very many of us. I. It's Trip, funny. Yeah. In my son's preschool class or my daughter's kindergarten yeah. class and i meet the parents i just ask them where they're from i do the same thing that you did That's because right. the, this it'd be wild to assume that they're from here well so, so you, really? you went to providence day where where did you did you go to school around here for college as well or? i didn't know the best thing that ever happened to me was my a good friend of mine from raleigh uh who i knew through a youth organization was like hey i'm going to alabama come visit like i'm definitely going just take a take a shot in the dark with me at the time, you know, my parents didn't grow up here. They're Canadian. There's so there was no like affiliation. Where like in my household, you went to UNC, which which let's be very clear about something. UNC wouldn't have taken my application, let alone admitted me. So that was that was never within the realm of possibility. Anyway, you, you just made Trent feel real good. By the way, I, I believe listen, <laughs> he, he did that on purpose. You know, it's it's it's, it's really cool. Like sometimes He's a flattering I, young man. Right. <laughs> I'm just trying to create a win-win situation. No lose, dude. <laughs> no lose scenario. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was all over the place on Spectrum in college. This guy convinced me uh, to go down and visit with him. And then I went and, listen, you go down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama on an April day. It's 76 degrees. The campus is gorgeous. You know, there's there's a lot there's a lot of great scenery. We're reading between the lines. We got it. Um, right. <laughs> you might want to be careful though, because TJ might backhand you. He is a Georgia Bulldog. Got it. And I think he's feel feeling a little slighted. I don't. Who's who's Georgia playing in their playoff game anyway? Oh man. Oh. Ow. Ouch. Wow. Man. They're not playing Clemson, TJ. I'll make you do feel you, better. <laughs> do you go to any any Alabama games? I do. I do. I go back at least once a year. So I used to go back more frequently. When I still owned, I, I I owned a bar there for some time, and okay. I would go back more frequently when we when we you, owned. Did you it. say you started that bar when you were in college? Uh, so yeah, yeah. So tell this story. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So junior year, I'm sitting around having a couple cold ones with some buddies, and we're at a bar, and we're mind blown about the idea that we're paying three bucks a piece for a Bud Light, and <laughs> the yeah, it's funny now because of some crazy inflation. This yeah, and that, yeah. But, we're paying three bucks a piece for this by these Bud Lights, and you know we're thinking, man, these guys are definitely buying it for a dollar, maybe even cheaper, because you can go to the gas station and buy twelve of these things for you know eleven, twelve bucks, whatever it is. We should be the ones selling the the beer. Well, that conversation is, I'm sure you both had it. I'm sure every. No, I've never had that conversation. I, yeah, that you remember. Yeah. Every <laughs> every college. Uh, particularly especially if you're in business or finance yeah, or right yeah. exactly is, is thinking economics yeah yeah there's plenty of, of bros that are sitting around having that conversation the only difference is we my should friend, do this yeah. yeah the only difference between my friends and i is that we were stupid enough to do it so the next day sunday morning we all kind of i don't know if we were texting or call or whatever 
we all were just like, hey, like you guys were serious, right? And so the four of us walked around to bars in Tuscaloosa, saw this, and I'm using air quotes, and I want to emphasize that I'm using air quotes pretty heavily, uh, saw this old guy. He was 35, which I, I just turned 35, so like, it's real shot in the dark. Whoa, whoa dude. You're talking about texting yeah. in college. How do you think we feel right now? I, I, I did Fair. think all my customers that were in their low 30s yeah. were old back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So this so this old guy, air quotes, is mopping, and we walk in. We're like, hey, like crazy question. Would you sell us this bar? And he was like, yeah, I've been thinking about selling it. What? Yeah. That's I swear second second and bar we walked the, in. He was the proprietor of the well, bar. He, well, we knew to do it during the day. We figured if somebody was hanging out inside of a bar, you know, this guy was mopping, right? Yeah, like he yeah. he owned the place, and so we we talked to him, and he we we didn't negotiate that hard. Coming full back full circle to the Chris Voss talk because we were just so excited that he was willing and able to sell, and I, I don't even know if I had the wherewithal to. I probably couldn't even spell negotiate, <laughs> and he came up with this structure. Because you're probably wondering how the hell, sorry, TJ, how the heck did you have the money to buy this bar? Well, he agreed to, and when I say agreed to, he proposed it, seller financing, sure. meaning that he would act as the lender. Yeah. At the time, we were like, oh, man, this guy really believes in us. The reality is that he was probably smart enough to realize that these four idiot college kids. Yeah, who nobody had, buying a bar. Yeah, no, no, no lender was going to give us money. And this right. was 2010, right? But he did believe in you because he... he Yes and That's no. That's the only way he gets paid, or he gets his bar so, back. So he required a down payment. Yeah, he, he required a he required yeah. a fifty thousand dollar down payment. Okay. So the four of us had to come up with twelve thousand five hundred dollars each, and my tuition at Alabama was about twenty one thousand, and uh, so an in state tuition I learned was about six thousand. So I called my dad, who was who was very generous. I'm dad. You're going to hopefully listen to this. I love you. Thank you. He. Said well, he go. I said, Dad, I've got this idea. You're gonna lend me twelve thousand five hundred dollars, and I'm gonna pay it back to you. But I'm gonna save you fifteen thousand. You're never gonna have to pay that. So even if I never pay you a nickel of this twelve five, you're making money. You're you're coming out ahead. And he's like, Cool. What do you want to do with it? I was like, I want to buy a bar with my friends. <laughs> and and t- <laughs> and 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 you laugh. Most parents would have been like, Hell no. That's you're out of your mind. You're a junior. Go go study something. In my family. That's not like that's kind of just how we roll. Like I my like it. my dad's one of five. He's the only one who's not an entrepreneur. His grand his my grandfather, his dad, Holocaust survivor, their, you know, fifth grade education. Really? Yeah, wow. fifth grade education. Eventually started his own business in, in the clothing business in Canada. So like, my dad's thinking like this kid isn't going to medical school. Like like this yeah. kid this he kid's gonna sell something. He's yeah. gonna be an entrepreneur. He couldn't have been any more supportive. And he was coming out twenty five hundred dollars ahead. He was all for it. Wow! And so we did it. So what was we did the name it. of it? It was called the Red Shed. The Red Shed. And I and the fairy tale ending to the story, or at least our version of it, is we sold it five years later. So one of my good friends, who also is a Charlottean, who actually lives out in Belmont, guy named Ian Copenhaver, uh, he who coincidentally ended up here, a good friend of mine still today, was, was a, a saint. He agreed to stay back and run it while I went and got into the shopping center business, working as a leasing agent in Atlanta. And we ended up selling it five years after we bought it to our night manager. And that guy still owns and operates it today. And every time I go back to Tuscaloosa, I always have a couple drinks there. That's so cool. Really? That's yep. a cool story. So yeah. You, so you started your career in Atlanta, right? I after, did. After Tuscaloosa, yep. After Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Start, one would argue that my career, my sophisticated career of owning a bar, uh, started in Tuscaloosa my junior yeah. year. But no, yeah, really. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, like, you, yeah. sorry. I no, 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 discounted I, I, that. I, I'm, I'm joking. I didn't mean to downplay that. That hurt a little bit. I'm sorry. It didn't, and I'll tell you why. That was my education. 
I, hey, the I bar was, was my education. I did mean to downplay it. That was that was incredible. Story. You didn't downplay it. it <laughs> believe me, because that would assume a career a career gives a connotation like you know what you're doing, and we did not know what we were doing. <laughs> oh, we fixed we the only way we made we just fixed it by getting people in and selling stuff. Some, we, some cool. of our stuff didn't even have margins. We were just selling booze. We were getting in underage kids. Like it, <laughs> it was exactly what you think it Dude, was. Dude, I got yeah. some more questions. I do Will too. You stick around. Last too. segment. Yeah, I think I can do that. All right, yeah, the yeah. Zigs in the house. You listen to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm with Trent Hasten from the Roby Family Companies. We are your hosts. On Christmas Eve up in here, we got the rodeo. TJ, what's up, dog? <laughs> what's up, Zig? What up? How you doing, man? I'm great. What a I'm... fun What a fun show. TJ, you got to, if you want to spread some holiday cheer, you know, get a mic over there. You can't, you've you're got you muted. Oh, oh. Oh, oh wow, man! I hear you. I hear you. He's giving you the money. Ho ho ho! I mean, oh. tell us about your podcast, Aaron. Yeah. Sure. So, how long ago was it? I don't know. Three, four years ago, had the idea of the idea was presented to me actually in an elevator. It was actually an elevator pitch in our old the old <laughs> building that we used to live in. <laughs> This digital marketing company down the hall was like, yeah. So, like, we were just like exchanging hellos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one thing led to another, and I was like, yeah, okay, I think I could do it. Like, I, I know how to have conversations. I know some cool people. And there was an appetite to legitimize Zig. At the time, it was, you know, as far as I say, I always say we, because we wouldn't be where we are without our original investors, our tenants who believe sure. in us, lenders, yeah. what yeah. have you. But, like, day to day, it was me. <laughs> so there was there was a definitely a need or an opportunity to establish uh, cre- credibility. Um, and yep. so a podcast can do that, as you guys have obviously done a phenomenal job of doing and we've been able to sort of somehow sucker some of the best and brightest in retail commercial real estate to join us and tell their stories so the inspiration comes from guy Raz's podcast on npr how i built this instead of how they built a company uh it's how they built their career and so the idea in our avatar listener is somebody who's interested in commercial real estate that may want to advance their career learn how people who are highly successful got to where they are in the career path that they took to get there. So we have, you know, people that are in-house at retailers. We have brokers that are super successful, both on the investment sales and the leasing side. And we have property owners uh, that are, that are, I humbly would call peers of mine, but really they, they've done it a lot better and a lot bigger scale than I have. So it's been a really fun experience. We're now, we're sort of in the process of rebranding the podcast as we speak and incorporating a way to get operators you know admittedly the name sucks limitless how to cushion in commercial real estate so we'll probably have to put a little bit of a variation and a spin on that but maybe I'll, I'll hit you guys up for some more advice given the uh the geniuses that i'm working with on this side well, tj's the genius we, you know uh as our as our digital marketing manager sarah calls it, you need some inspo there we go inspo in, see i had the same look it means inspiration bro you gotta get with times man it, it does it Mean inspiration, bro? Nah, I just I was oh. trying to talk like I was cool. Inspo. <laughs> I was gonna change it to ins, bro. There's a T-shirt coming. I can feel it. Ins, bro. Man. There's a T-shirt coming. That just blew Trent's mind. They're just shortening words on us, man. That's all they're doing to us. Yeah. So when you sold the bar to your night manager, did you owner finance it to him? No. Dang. He we presented that option to him with a premium price, and yep. he elected to pay cash that. 
either syndicated or raised, or I don't think he stole it from us, but maybe he did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had been saving. No, Keon, if you ever hear this, I I, I would never accuse you that. I'm joking around. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but I, it was just too easy. <laughs> that, like, that was, that's no, he, he's no. gonna throw a haymaker next time he sees you. You better, you better duck. Yeah, there you go. No, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. And. Still respect and appreciate him today for yes. everything. Well, man, maybe sometime I'm gonna have to go visit Alabama with you. You know, there's a big Southern Seven contention that goes down there. There is. I went to a tailgate this year for the Ole Miss game. Oh, really? Yep. Got to meet some of our fellow YPOers yeah. down there. It was a good time. Jeff Devoud down there. His son goes to Alabama, and I think he bought a frat house. <laughs> I'm serious. Got it. Okay, uh, that's 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 no easy feat to do. Wow. In the but next no, season. man. I'm I'm so excited about tonight. Tonight, uh, our family every year for like the last five or six years goes to the Charlotte Motor Speedway, ride oh, around yeah. the speedway, watch Christmas lights, and then we go to um, Johnny Morris's, uh, you know, Bass Pro, get to see Santa Claus, and look at the fish. And uh, he's got and, some big and brag about there. Johnny Morrison. Then we go eat Outback, and my dad's favorite restaurant was Outback Steakhouse. That's so, awesome. Uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good family night. Do you so. get the the? Do you get the dark bread? Oh yeah. The, oh, scrumptious. With butter. My dad used to butter. He'd slick it up in the butter, cut it in about <laughs> three quarter inch slat, slats, and then there you go. And and. And he was a frugal man. He liked the Outback special. He thought that was a good deal. I always got to get the Bloomin' Onion with some extra salt. It would be un-American not to. Right? I mean, be un-American not to. I mean, the thing with Outback is we, we've always, uh, over the years, give, give our clients gift cards to Beef and Bottle. Mm. We love Beef and Bottle. There's some old school deals going down in Beef and Bottle. <laughs> Big and Beef Outback. and Bottle. Yeah, yeah, huge place. Yeah. And people appreciate Outback because they're like, hey, man, this is someplace I you know, I like. I don't really ever go. I got the gift card. I'm going to go. And it's just consistent. Well, and your, and your gift card goes a little further at Outback than it probably would at Beef and Bottle. Oh, yeah. Okay. They might be different size gift cards. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. But we love Beef and Bottle. Uh, that's where my daughter uh, – I have this thing. If I give somebody a book and they read it, I'll take them to dinner. And my daughter read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, so I owed her dinner. We went to beach. So I said, where do you want to go? She said, Beef and Bottle. What a great deal for you. Right. That's some, seriously, kudos to you on the parenting side. That's pretty awesome. You know, I'm trying to save, she's trying to save me money in the long run. There you go. Hopefully. It's a good investment. I don't know. So how old are your kids? My son is two and a half and my daughter is five and a half. Dude, you, are, you got it going on. I got a three-year-old. There you go. When they get them, they need a bang bang. Yeah, <laughs> my son knows how to bang bang into a wall better than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron, it's been so much fun. Tell us how people can look you up. Give you give Zig a plug. Sure, I am on LinkedIn, and the company is as well. I'm Aaron Zucker, the guy who looks a little little young to be 35, but I am. And then my Instagram handle is Aaron Zucker, and my ex Twitter, whatever you want to call it, Aaron A Zucker. So just so you know, 35 is young. 35 is the new 25, coming, baby. Coming from a 36-year-old. <laughs> Thanks for listening to uh, the At Home with Roby show. Listen, go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around your face. Be positive. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.